0: 2020 was an interesting year. Lots of changes out there, especially in the sports world. One specifically was around a beloved team in Edmonton. They were the 14-time Grey Cup champions. They had an interesting name. The name really didn't fit societal standards anymore. So they decided to change it. Hence, what become of the Edmonton football team now, as of June 1st, 2021, there's a new name. The Edmonton Elks. On this podcast, I made fun of that name. I made fun of it on multiple occasions. Now, we have a new name. It's official. It's the Edmonton Elks, and that's Elks with an S. I don't know if it's gra- grammatically correct. We'll talk about that as well. This is episode 29 of Those Canadian Labs podcast. We're going to talk and get right down into the big topic of the day in the Edmonton sports scene, and that is the new name of Edmonton's football championship team, the Edmonton Elks. Elk Charge! Ugh. Jeffrey, how you doing,
1: buddy? <laughs> I'm wonderful, Brad, and yourself?
0: I'm doing good. I, uh, I, uh, I remember a few podcasts ago, we were talking about all the cool names that uh, had come up in the... Uh, in the, uh, the online survey that the Edmonton football team had put out. And, um, I was really, really hoping for the Edmonton evergreens. That would have been awesome. That would have been a great name. You know, know, the Edmonton Elks was on that list. Uh, the Edmonton Eagles was another one. Um, there was a, you know, was the ever golds I think was one as well.
1: Ever. Yeah. Something like that.
0: Yeah. Ever something, but whatever. Um, there was a lot of bad names. And, uh, at the time I thought, uh, I uh, thought the Elks was going to be uh, a part of that. So dear listener, welcome. It's obviously, uh, it's beautiful June in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and Canada is starting to come out. And we're going to talk a lot about a few different things, a few topics at hand these days that's going on. Because we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. The light is appearing. Jason Kenny has developed a light. And is going to be allowing us Albertans to have the best summer ever, Jeffrey. The best summer ever. And apparently, Jason was having the best summer ever, starting last night on his patio and his his uh, Crystal Palace. But we'll talk about that later. But let's get started. First topic at hand on those Canadian Lads podcast, episode twenty nine: the Edmonton Elks. What was your thought on the uh, the rebranding of the uh, the the famous football team of Edmonton?
1: You know, we, we complained, one, about the uh, choices in names. And I think once they went with the, it has to be the alliteration, the double E. I I think they kind of handcuffed themselves to a certain extent about what it was going to be. But we complained about the length of time they were taking to unveil the name. And upon the announcement of the Elks, I'm starting to wonder if the the prolonged time period was just to wear you down enough that you wouldn't object to the name as much as you may had, if you'd heard it six months ago, because I'll be honest, I don't like the name. Why? Uh, I I don't, I didn't, I don't think any of the options based on the double E alliteration was going to do it for me, no matter what. So they were already coming from a point of weakness, in my opinion. I, I think they could have done a total rebrand. You know, everyone loves their own ideas. I love my idea of the Edmonton trappers returning to the scene. You know, the color, you could have kept the color scheme, everything like that. But anyways, you know, they, they chose what they did and you know, they've done what they've done. Um, yeah, as I said, I don't, I think the name is not particularly strong. Uh, I think anytime that you have to consult to with a linguistic or a professor of linguistics and some dictionary people about whether a name is going to be, your name is going to be grammatically correct. I think that's a sign that you've gone down the wrong trail to a certain extent. It's, it's kind of like trying to predict if your name's going to be racist in ten years' time. If you have to, live you're teetering on that edge, maybe you shouldn't select it anyways. Just forget about it. But the but I, I do want to give the team props, and I will admit that uh, upon the announcement, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit excited for the season to start. Uh, but they did a fantastic job on the logo, and you know, they rebranded Commonwealth uh, Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, the field looks fantastic, quite frankly. And I, as I'll give, I'll I'll give credit where credit's due. The logo looks fantastic and the, the horns on the helmet look good too. So.
0: So for me, I'm going to kind of backpedal a little bit because I have to, because for me, I'm a visual guy. I like to see things before I make up my mind, I guess. But uh, after seeing what they did with the logo, the, uh, the fonts, the color scheme, uh, to me, the name is awesome. I think it just, it fits kind of Alberta you know, there's a big hunting community, though, that we don't want our Elks to be hunted, uh, especially here in Edmonton, because they're our football franchise. But um Elk, <laughs> eh, <laughs> I just I I just love how they have put it all together. The helmet like this is the one thing that I was really worried about was that they were going to change the name. And all they were going to do is change the name. All they were going to do is just give us the same old recycled double E inside of a a football, that 1980s look. Um, and, uh, that's what I truly actually was worried about. I was, I was concerned that they were just going to kind of recycle it and just shove us back, uh, some more crappy stale kind of marketing that, uh, Generally, we've come to expect out of Edmonton sports franchises over the last number of years. Um, To be honest, the Edmonton hockey jerseys, they have been kind of weak over the last number of years, you know, and the the fans have been kind of saying, hey, they want the Royal Blues back or they want that, you know, Navy blue with the new orange or, you know, things like that. But that's the other team. And we'll get to that one day later down the road. But um, the Edmonton Eskimo or the sorry the Edmonton Elks
1: the Edmonton Elks so you could actually say the real name now
0: yeah the Elks huh. yeah not even the Edmonton football team it's the Edmonton Elks oh elk charge yeah um so excited anyways uh you know i was worried so but i was wrong to be worried because what they did is they put together a fantastic package the logo like you said they've got it in different colors they've got it on a black on black they've got it just in so many different they have the uh, antler football that they put together with the logo um they just they took it and ran with it and they made different iterations of of you know the the branding and it just looks so so good the helmet to me is the big change for me having the the helmet with the the antlers on it 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 looks so cool like i, I was a kid i was talking to an, my nephew uh, about it yesterday and he's like Uncle, did you see that? It looks so cool. Like for me, for, for, to see kids excited about, um, this type of change and, and a new look for the football team, that's what really this is all about. If you're going to sell Canadian football and next year, the XFL in Edmonton, Um, Jeff, uh, you're going to need to, uh, to kind of modernize yourself and get yourself a little bit more up to speed in regards to what you can do. And I guess, you know, having a racist football team name, uh, allowed us to, uh, to make some changes and, and put, push the old refresh on the, uh, on the computer. So, um. I'm pumped. I honestly, I've, uh, I've been sharing it as Jeff has, uh, mentioned to me that, uh, by your social media activity, you've sure like the, uh, <laughs> Edmonton Elks, uh, now, and, uh, they've done a great job. They've, uh, mailed a bunch of stuff to their players. Uh, Trevor Harris, our quarterback, um, got a package in the mail and he, and he videotaped it for, uh, Instagram and Twitter today and put it out there. And, uh, it's just, uh, it's just, they're just doing a good job with this whole marketing push. And, uh, to be honest, I am very surprised because uh, that generally doesn't happen. So
1: I have to like uh, I said, I have I stand by the fact that I like the logo. Um, I have to disagree a little bit though. Um, uh, CFL teams don't do a great job of their marketing. Uh, I don't expect one of them to all of a sudden just start becoming great at it. Um, but I'll go to the announcement. So. I was obviously was a pre-recorded message from the president of the team. Um if you watch that video it's 30 minutes long. There's 25 minutes of dead space effectively which was um I have no idea who thought that editing was was sufficient. What are you
0: talking about? What are you talking about?
1: The video they released there it was, was like a live a, live feed. Yeah, but they did they, when they put it back out to the to the media in video form there it was 30 minutes long and 25 minutes of dead space. That's how I got it. Oh, That's how the team bought- sent it to me. Oh well, no, I. <laughs> anyway, it was horrible. I- and then they they unleashed the video with two players playing against nobody, running suicides on the field for some reason. I don't know what kind of game action that was trying to market to. And then, as uh, I thought, the video was weak. I thought the um the reasoning behind the logo showing that this this represents community. Uh, it was all blah 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 junk it it didn't didn't mean anything just just a bunch of words the uh other thing i laughed at too was that i i don't know if they're going to run this through the season but they're like oh when you see the antlers lowered like the lowering of a head you know that's an illegal hit in football now you <laughs> you can't fucking do that we're going to take so, guys heads off
0: jeff yeah. we're going to be the dirtiest team in canadian football oh but going to in xfl football you can't tell me listener you can't see but you can't tell me that the gear doesn't look awesome jeff
1: i didn't say anything against the gear i just said the horrible marketing video (laughs) was poorly made also i do have to point out as because i did obviously with the announcement i was like okay i'm a little bit excited um i have i have season tickets uh season tickets i've actually never used because i bought them and then the season shut down (laughs) i just wanted to get in the stadium, but. I, I wanted to upgrade my seats. And let, another nice little thing and for uh, you fans out there, you click on the ticket patch. Uh, what's the website? Go Elks. Go or GoElks.com? GoElks.com. Yeah. If you take, if you uh, click on the ticket pack, it goes to Esks.com. <laughs> so that was probably something they should have had fixed up before the first I don't day. even know. I don't even know what an Esks is. Yeah, what's that word what, mean? What is it referencing?
0: Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Our kids are gonna love that. And back in the day, it's like, Dad, did you know the name of the football team was called the Edmonton Eskimos? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was around when that happened, kid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, my jersey is gonna still say that because I'm not gonna go buy a new CFL jersey. But um, I'm gonna shame you. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna cancel you at the football game. I'm just gonna yell at you. We're like, change your jersey.
1: You racist. Be racist. Hey. <laughs> Usually, I'm usually drunk at the games. It doesn't bother me. So, yeah,
0: so is most of the people there.
1: So, so are most of the Commonwealth fans. Yeah, that's and for those who have not been to a Commonwealth ga- uh, and an Edmonton Elks game or the previous iteration of the team at Commonwealth Stadium. That stadium is swimming in beer by halftime. <laughs> Nobody can drive oh, out a, of that a lot. It's a
0: great. It's a great excuse to go get Uh Is uh, yeah. an Edmonton uh, football game. Um, I remember seeing a lady. She they they were drinking a. I think a 60 of vodka because I remember they, there's a lot of wind up in the upper deck and they had thrown their empty plastic bottle of vodka in the air and it went like flying behind them. It was, it was an awesome scene. I'll never forget that. And then (laughs) I remember being at a football game with you and one young lady behind us, we were with our, our significant others. uh, But uh, Jeff and I kept turning around because uh, the one uh, young inebriated lady kept uh, showing uh, the police officer that was standing uh, down at the, uh, at the, uh, the, the section uh, exit uh, her, her breasts. Uh, So it was, uh, it was a good night.
1: I don't think I looked back. I think I just, I I think I just got the highlights from you, but, but no, I, I said, it's always fun to go to a game. Um, you know, a June, July summer night at Commonwealth. Actually, in fall, fall football is really fun to go to, too. I've waxed poetic about the Grey Cup on this podcast more than once. So, no, it is it is going to be exciting at the prospect that this season will kick off. And I know as an Edmonton fan, you know, it's nice that, you know, there's a rebranding. There might be some exciting stuff happening. Um, it's not my idea. I, I, I don't want to steal anyone's ideas, but I'm sure other people have had it as well. But what do you think of the idea of getting an elk to roam the field? <laughs> why would you do that it's a freaking wild animal. yeah it's like, like a have like a squadron of elk that like that wander around the track on Commonwealth field we can like pin them in and scare them make them run
0: you know what though it- I made fun of it when we were talking about the names coming out, but like the Calgary Stampeders jumped right on, on it. It's like, you know, welcoming the Edmonton Elks to the Canadian football league. It's hunting season. I'm just like, oh yeah, here we go. Here we yeah. go. So like, again, not taking a, a predator's name. Like we are a herd. Is it a herd? A herd. Herd
1: herbivore. <laughs> Her, we have herd immunity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just it's getting ahead Timing. Yeah. Just getting just getting ahead of the covid swing so yeah as i said it's not an intimidating cool name it's definitely as i said when you limit you limit yourself to the alliteration game uh you're gonna be stuck with something like that and as i said the, the the logos look fine the gear is gonna look good but quite frankly it's just it's a weak name
0: so I remember the uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers tweeted out, too, is like, oh, welcome uh, to the to the league new name. Uh, we were hoping you were going to be the uh, Edmonton uh, Green Golds. And then they do a winky face and it's like at Red Blacks. So it's just like, yeah, way to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got to imagine whoever uh, whoever's running that Twitter account is probably like was bracing for the fire that was going to come from the, the the announcement, just knowing that everyone was going to trash it.
0: How are they going to come combat uh, being slaughtered on a nightly basis? Hmm, I don't know. It's gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's more of us. There's more of
1: us. We have the biggest stadium. We're all elks. Wouldn't that make them the empire? Oh, they, you know, Uh what
0: that's one name I was totally down with.
1: I didn't like that name either. (laughs) I thought it was stupid.
0: (laughs) You're stupid.
1: I, you're stupid. You know, they always say the highest form of intelligence is mocking everything and not giving up any actual good information to anyone else. So that's what yeah, I What, you, what yeah, would yeah. you have done,
0: Jeff? Yeah. What would you have done? You're just criticizing me left, right, and center. I'm not criticizing you. I'm criticizing the team. And I also said I would name them Trappers. So, And I was agreeing. I, I love yeah. that name. I just, I just miss that brand. Like I Maybe too. it's just something weird. You know, kind of a romantic kind of uh, affliction to, right? Cause, you know, we grew up with it and went to the ballpark and things like that. But that brand means a lot to me, right? That, that Edmonton Trapper brand. It's something that, um, when I was a little kid, like we, we had season tickets to the AAA baseball team, right? And, um, Ron Kittle hitting 50 home runs and all that kind of stuff. I remember, right? So it, uh, Something I miss, though I'm I'm pretty pretty stoked actually for the uh, the Riverhawks to come on board. Though it's still college baseball, but it'll be fun to go down to the park again with a little bit better ownership, right? So,
1: yeah, it's a beautiful stadium, and as I said, you, you can't go wrong going to a game here in Edmonton in the summer. So definitely jump on that sometime. Uh, uh, switching gears to the National Hockey League, uh, I am totally going to expose myself as a um. Oh, story- here we go. A sorry fan. Nothing made me smile more than seeing the Leafs get knocked out in Game Seven.
0: You know what? It's uh, it's funny you say that. I have friends who are Toronto Maple Leaf fans, and I actually felt bad for them because I know what it's like as a fan to go through the hardship. And <laughs> Toronto hasn't won a playoff series since two thousand four. Um, haven't been in a Stanley Cup final uh, since nineteen sixty seven. Um, you know, it's a it's a tough sleigh that that team. Ugh, I don't know if they're cursed, but it's not a good. It's not a good thing. Yeah, there's tons of people. They they're 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 stoked because it's the big smoke, right? It's Toronto. Um, it, what I I don't like is the media. Um, the media in Toronto when the Oilers lost out last week, we're all over. Sid Sixero uh, or whatever that clown's name is, um, came out last week. Oh, Connor McDavid, look at his face. Uh, he's not going to put up with this much longer. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. You know that's a good look on you this week, you fucking clown. Because this, you know, do you think Austin Matthews is going to want to put up with this crap or Mitch Marner or or Billy Lindlander? You know, like it's it, what comes around goes around, right? And you know, I'm an Oilers diehard. I'm a I'm a I'm a supporter, but I'm not going to knock a, the fans, the good people that support their team when they're down. Uh, I'm not going to kick them when they're down. Um, that's what Calgary fans are for. Because I'll do well, that let, to them.
1: Well, let let me do it then.
0: Yeah, you, you do it. It's fine. I'm done. You go to
1: You go to Rogers' place and the most ignorant jackass fan base. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to defend Oilers fans. Oilers fans are bad at the best of times as well. But you get the 50/50 stadium of Leafs fans, most of which live in the area and proclaim oh, oh yeah, I I inherited this team and I am I'm a fan of this team blah blah blah. Yeah, you certainly don't choose your team on success. You uh, even though you don't choose them on proximity, but I I will say the amount of people who are just JA's in Leafs jerseys at the game while they just try to rub it in your face that they're in your barn. It yeah, guess what? That's why I hate the team. I don't the organization's not done anything to me. I've never the, the least organization ever went after Jeff. I liked Doug Gilmore. I like Wendell Clark. I like Matt Sundin, De, Potvin, uh Curtis Joseph. There's great players from that. Can you franchise. name
0: all the players?
1: I cannot. But I will say, though, yeah, my dislike of the team is completely based on the fan base. They're they are the worst in any visiting building.
0: You know, and I think that's a
1: pretty bad stereotype. It's everyone's experience when they go to the games.
0: So you are obviously sitting in a real shitty section every time you're watching a
1: game. Yeah, probably. But uh, I'm not going to get drawn in some bullcrap argument with you while you try to defend <laughs> while you try to... <laughs> Well, I'm you not to, goading you. I'm yeah, not. You are goading to me. No, they're, they're the I'm worst. not. You and I have had plenty of conversations about how bad their fan base is when they're in the building.
0: You know what? Don't no, even, don't even try had, with no, me. No, I've had exposure to, you know, good fans across the league and all teams, things like that. And I know good people who support the Leafs, and it sucks. I feel bad for them because, to be honest, they there's, they have no business not being in the second round of the playoffs tonight. You know, Well, no, they uh,
1: – they have all the business in the world of not getting into the second round of the playoffs because they didn't get into the second round of the playoffs. Oh, oh Jeff. They didn't earn shit. And neither did the Oilers. I'm not saying No, that. we like, didn't, didn't earn, earn shit either. They didn't earn anything.
0: We didn't spend a bunch of first round draft picks and load up for this playoff run to uh, be knocked out by the fourth place team. You know, we finished, you know, second. We played the third place team in Winnipeg and um, what we got exposed and we're going to fix it this summer. It's Ken Holland's time to shine. Uh, this is the the summer of Holland. Um, he has to bring in some new players because the depth on the Edmonton Oilers was not good. But um, for me, seeing like, it's like watching the chaos happen, right? You, If you knew Toronto loses, there's the chaos that's going to follow. Right. And, you know, obviously they're going to have to make some changes. They're heavy on the cap. Um, they just don't have that killer instinct, right? And what's more concerning is uh, Mitch Marner. You know, gr- great player in the regular season, but holy shit, did he? Uh, he does not like playing in the playoffs. He's like friggin' Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Maybe we should do a swap of Marner and Hopkins.
1: Oh, I don't want that cap hit. But I, between, you have to correct me if I'm wrong. But I, between, I think between Matthews and Marner, they had one goal. It was not a so, good thing. So it was, it's not like either one of them showed up. Like they, and quite frankly, too, like you're right. They don't have that killer instinct clearly. If they couldn't, they had three elimination games to get over the hump and they just couldn't do it. Now, as I said, I'm not smart enough to rebuild a hockey team, but I will say, dude, do, do you you have to move one of those guys, don't you?
0: Oh, totally. And you got to go and get somebody who's got that killer instinct, right? And, you know, help lead that team to the next level, right? Because they're a good hockey team. Like they waxed the Oilers so many times this year. And, uh, oh, yeah they're they're a good club and i'm on i'm honestly shocked that they they ended up in the scenario that they're in they they have no business like i said like i know you'll say well they have all the business but really (laughs) they they have no business being not in the second round like there's on paper there's they they stacked up so much oh crazy it's crazy to me but anyways the leafs are gone the leafs are gone let's move on let's touch on uh I, I really want to get into uh, you. You have a comment about our our uh, good friend Jason Kenny, good friend of the show, uh, Jason Kenny. We've never met him, but we're just assuming. <laughs>
1: so. I don't think I would be friends with Jason Kenny. I can pretty, I can, I think I can declare that pretty easily. Why? Um, what has he
0: ever done to you?
1: I don't like people. It's easy okay. for me to say that. That's that's um, true. That's true. yeah. <laughs> um, I will say uh, so. Uh, for those who this is. Pretty this I think this happened yesterday, but obviously him and a few of the other um MPs got nailed into picture having dinner uh in the what what is the building next to the parliament that he apparently lives in? Like the oh, it's it's the, the
0: apartment that Alison Redford built, remember? It was that like that palace that she spent all that money on when the uh the conservative party of alberta was riding high just before they got caught on all that shit um (laughs) and she got ousted there but uh she had put all this money into uh it's like a palace i don't know i don't remember what it's called but this has like a nice patio it looks like it would have been cool place to have dinner on but like i'm more concerned about people taking photos like i know that's
1: the one yeah that's what caught my attention too. I'm like, who's flying a drone up there, or who was like nail like putting their photo photo lens out there to try to snap a picture of the of the premier having dinner. But, um, but yeah, for the listeners who haven't seen it, it's him and a few MPs having a dinner out on the patio. Uh, I think there's five or six of them in the picture. Um, obviously, um, COVID restrictions have lifted in Alberta, and they're going to continue to do so based upon the plan. Do do you have any concerns about them having an outdoor dinner?
0: Zero, my favorite person on Twitter who was always chastising Jason Kenney. And now it's just evident that they're a fucking idiot. Um, Just looking for the bad in the world, always trying to point out what's wrong. Um, I have zero problems with Jason Kenney having a dinner with his coworkers. Um, You know, they're working late. They're having a late working dinner. They're following the guidelines that they've put in place. Um, there was a nice bottle of Jameson's on the table. So oh. <laughs> you thought you
1: were going to catch me on that. Oh, of course yeah.
0: I noticed the Jameson's on the table.
1: You stole that. Bro. That was, do you see how big that bottle of Jameson's was? That was a Costco special. That was the only thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? Like,
0: uh, I've had working dinners like that with, uh, with my, with my job. Maybe I, 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 I don't see any issues with it. I I think it was actually a nice thing to see people getting together and it's kind of more of a return to normal. I think people are jealous, too. I think people, well, they're spending money on the, you know, the, the, you know, government's dime, our dime, having a nice dinner. You know, I didn't know there was bottle service, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, give me a break. Like these people have a pretty stressful job. Um, they're not going to be in power coming forward either. So let them enjoy themselves. Let, let them ride out the next couple of years. Cause uh, yeah, for one, I don't think Jason Kenny's getting the leadership again. And two, uh, they're going to have a tough sled if they don't make some changes and getting uh, um, things back on track here. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite, happy with what they put together for a relaunch plan. And um, again, to the relaunch plan, you know, people coming out, well, oh, it's not based on science, it's not based on doctor's recommendations. And then Dr. Hinshaw comes out. No, it's a plan that we've recommended and we think it will work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shut up.
1: <laughs> well, well said. Yeah. I, I think that in that situation, it's a lo- no matter what they say, they're coming from a point of uh, where everyone wants to criticize them anyways. And much like having this dinner, Um, I think it is one of those situations where it could have been him by himself and everyone would say, look, look how sad he is having dinner by himself (laughs) or (laughs) (laughs) I I picture him eating like a friggin' chicken by himself. It's
0: like, oh, this is
1: good. (laughs) A whole roast chicken. (laughs) Yeah. One, a Costco roast chicken all by himself. No, it would have been great if he had a smoker up there. He could have like smoked himself some ribs and just walked right on the table. Anyways. um, But I. I do think that's one of the situations now I, I will say like, it's easy to attack politicians and, and people in the, you know, in the zeitgeist in regards to, Hey, you're not following the rules. You talked about the rules. You talked about safety, blah, blah, blah. And it goes on and on and on and on. I think with much, if you have the moral high ground, go ahead and talk. If you haven't broken a single COVID rule, go ahead and throw the first stone. But I will say the list of those people, I would wager it's a zero. Because somebody has broken the rules at one point or another, and there's going to be individuals that, one, don't care at all. They'll continue to break them. But, yeah, at this point in time, uh, everything's lifting. They're sitting on a patio having a, a drink uh, drink and dinner. I, I don't care at all. So
0: They're w- having a working dinner, too. Apparently, it was a working dinner. So they're actually working, talking about the province, trying to make things better. Like if
1: if they'd made a dent in that giant Jameson's bottle, they were no longer working. (laughs) It's impossible to work.
0: Let's just thank God. Tyler Shandro didn't fall over the ledge. You know, something tells me he's a bit of a lightweight like me. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So yeah, no, I, I said I, I'm fine with it, but uh as I said, it, he, he can't win no matter what. I'm not saying that he should win. I'm not saying he should be back, but it, there's no chance for that guy to come out squeaky clean on anything, so. It's hard
0: to be a fan of that guy. He's just got like a smugness, but you know what? Like, he, if anybody was dealt the shittiest deck of cards in Canada, it was Jason, Jason Kenny. You know, you get an oil crisis, you get a pandemic, uh, all in, uh, one go through here at the start of his, uh his new leadership of Alberta. Um, Yeah, man sucks. Sucks to be you.
1: Yeah, no, he's up against it. Uh, Before we wrap up, um, I don't really have anything on the UFO front unless you have something in your back pocket that you, that you wanted to blast out.
0: No, no back pocket stuff other than just a lot of chatter coming out. Uh, it was uh, June 1st yesterday. It's currently June 2nd, if uh, you can do the math. Uh, <laughs> June 2nd today. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of chatter saying that this report's going to come out. And uh, I don't know what to expect, to be honest with you. It's. Uh, part of it's funny. So, oh, well, I guess I do have news. Uh, uh, there's the mainstream media is continually now starting to ask questions in the, uh, briefings, uh, and the question periods that they get with the, um, uh, with either the Pentagon or white house correspondents, things like that. Right. So, um, the questions are starting to be asked and there was a gentleman, uh, I don't know the name cause I'm not American, but, uh, it was at the Pentagon. He was doing briefing and, uh, mainstream media, CNN, Fox, CBS, ABC, everybody was asking questions and, um, they started throwing him some UAP report questions and I'm not going to lie. This guy was skittering a little bit. He's like, he was trying to deflect him off because one, he probably didn't know, but two, he doesn't want to say something that's going to get him in trouble. And, uh, that's, what's got me kind of, kind of excited is that it went, uh, I don't know if you remember a few years, the Phoenix, uh, uh light sighting.
1: Oh yeah. I remember the Phoenix lights. Yeah. 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 Kurt,
0: (laughs) Kurt, Kurt Russell was the the pilot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, we just found that out this year too. That was pretty cool. But, um, Kurt Russell, uh, Phoenix lights, but, uh, the, uh, I think it was the Senator or the Congressman, uh, for Arizona came out and had a press conference and it was just kind of like, uh, a jokey thing and they brought bring out an alien in a costume like a guy in a co- in an alien costume and they have a big uh big laugh about it well a couple years later that same congressman or senator comes out as actually no that wasn't a you know we were kind of dumb we shouldn't have done that i actually saw the friggin' thing so um <laughs> you know you never you don't want to believe right it's all kind of you know it's all muddled now, right? You know, you don't know what to believe out there. And, um, but, uh, it's going to be either way, it's going to be exciting. It's just, it's going to be a topic that's not going to go away, right? If they don't give us any news, um, it's just going to, I think, create more leaks, uh, in the, uh, in the Pentagon and, uh, in the intelligence community, because, um, there's definitely stuff going to the, Jer- to Jeremy Corbell, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, as we talked about last or uh, two episodes ago, he really, um, he's really benefiting from whatever feed he is getting because he is now a namestay on the local, on national news talking about this type of stuff. I think the, I think June 19th is the date that we will, you know, get this unveiled upon society. It will be interesting. Um, I do, I, going back to like any press secretaries or anybody who got and kind of gets, uh, grilled on this type of stuff, you know, if I, quite frankly, if I was them, I'd just be like, No nothing, man. Just walk away from it as quickly as possible because you don't want to be the one who may or may not say something. Just walk away, man. It's not worth it. So, yeah. Um before we depart for the night, um, I did want to uh, bring up something really quickly. I'm going to try to say this without sounding like I'm humble bragging or sound like a real D-bag or anything. But um, this last weekend was Memorial Day weekend in the United States, which, of course, in the fitness CrossFit world means that everyone did Murph. And for those who don't know, uh, Murph is named after a soldier who had passed away uh, while serving his country. Um effectively a insanely physically fit individual so i don't know where exactly where the popularity of this came from but i'm assuming it is on the heels of crossfit effectively what everyone does is that on memorial day weekend everyone goes does a mile run 100 chin-ups 200 push-ups 300 air squats and then another mile run for time and then people post their times uh and some of the insanely fit people can do it in under 30 minutes which i is unbelievable i read an article about of who did 16 in a row which is absolutely astonical astonical is not a word but um <laughs> the reason i bring it up is i did it on sunday morning and it is wednesday evening and i'm still sore even though i've been doing my regular workouts uh during the, uh, while being sore but um the main reason i wanted to bring it up was i it's things like this that I, I find, I find this stuff very interesting, but it's not necessarily the fact that somebody can do one of these workouts and uh, everyone can do certain things. I think the idea is challenging yourself. And I, I certainly like the idea. And I do want to kind of push that out to the universe, effectively saying that it's one of those opportunities where you can take on a challenge where I'll admit Saturday evening and then Sunday morning when I woke up, I was a little bit nervous about how this was going to go for myself, especially on the second part of the mile run. But you know what? I think you have to go out there. You have to challenge yourself. You have to make yourself uncomfortable. And I think it's through those times that you can really just sit there and go, yeah, I did something today. And you should apply this to your work. You should apply it to your personal life. And it doesn't need to be a physical fitness thing. It can be I I went out and did an uncomfortable uh, Presentation at work. Uh, I had an uncomfortable conversation with a family member that needed to be had. But I think it's through those uncomfortable challenges that we truly grow. And I'm just throwing it out there to encourage everybody take on your own Murph, and uh, I think you'll feel better for doing so.
0: No, that's awesome, man. Yeah, absolutely. You got to challenge yourself. You got to. You know, make every day better, right? Every day you you're on this earth, make sure it's uh, it's worth it. High payoff activities, man. You gotta make sure you're focused in on high payoff activities and everything you do, making sure you're you know adding value in your family life, adding value in your your professional life. Um, you know, doesn't matter what you do. If you work at a superstore or you know uh, or a big corporation, you know, kick ass. Keep doing good.
1: Exactly. It's how we stay on the path. How the we path get better. Of th- The path, the UFO path. path. It's how we get better every day.
0: They're going to enlighten us here, Jeff, when the the ascension
1: happens. (laughs) Yeah, I I think we missed that at New Year's. But Alright, well, that's all I've got for uh, for this episode. Brad, any parting thoughts before we uh, sign off?
0: Jeffrey, the next time we do a podcast, it'll be episode 30.
1: Another milestone. Another milestone. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, and from the stats the listener
0: out of virginia is continually listening so like i said reach out to us on uh, on social media we would like to get to uh, know why you're listening to those canadian lads podcast maybe you're a canadian living in virginia and you want to be brought back up to speed on what's going on in your great country but uh yeah anyways all the other listeners because there's a few of you guys out there as well thanks for listening
1: have a great day yeah. Thanks for joining us on Those Canadian Lads, and have yourself a wonderful night.
0: Thanks again for listening to Those Canadian Lads podcast. Give us a follow on social media. We're on the Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you like what you heard, give us a follow and share it with your friends. Thanks again, and have a great night.